from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. The one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like. You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Uh, uh, Yo. Yeah, it's Thursday, Thursday edition, it's another, but it's almost Friday, Taz, edition, it's almost Friday, can you say happy, almost Friday, no, I can't, Uh, no, shut up, no, and I don't like shut up, but I can tell all of you to shut up, but you never tell your broadcast colleague to shut up, that's a no-no, big difference in the body of a wrestling show, but I digress, I'd like to welcome everyone to the Taz show, yeah, it's going to be a very action-packed two hours as always i can promise you that we got a lot going on uh we're gonna talk some uh some nxt i have some thoughts and opinions about lucha underground because i watched a good chunk of uh the lucha underground they're gonna update you on some tna billy corrigan lawsuit stuff and you could call the show if you'd like it's a very simple process um attention hotline fans you guys know the drill it's an 866-475-2948, 866-475-2948. So I've got a little house cleaning to take care of before I get into talking about some of the sporting news into Lucha Underground. I'll probably talk Lucha Underground. Oh, later on, rumor has it, we'll be on the Facebook Live uh, later on, Fourth Quarter City possibly. We shall see. And, um, oh. <laughs> that was a chair shot. Boom! Right ahead. That's that. Ah, that happens. I fade out sometimes. It's like, ah. No. Here's the deal. We have uh, this coming Friday, which is actually tomorrow. My man. My man is coming on the show. Special guest from Ring of Honor, the pretty bull pit bull himself, Kenny King, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Kenny King will be on the Taz show tomorrow. Kenny lives in Las Vegas. I appreciate my man getting up bright and early to jump on the Taz show. Kenny and I go way back. He's a good dude. One of the most underrated workers, wrestlers, performers, promo cutters, um, tough guys, you know, in the business. Underratedly good. So I'm looking forward to catching up with Kenny. So uh, haven't uh, interacted with him in quite some time. But he's a great guy. So we got that. Also, 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 I mentioned the other day about pro wrestling tees. And clothesline that there's a new Nub City shirt with a caricature, a caricature. How do you say that word? It's a character, a caricature. Caricature. Oh wow! Look at you, freaking guy, man! You bring the vocab. You don't. I mean, it's that's all the, I bring. Well, that's the ninety average <laughs> in high school. Yeah, they're all gonna miss you. Showing everybody the same without the captain. He's quitting. <laughs> yep. We're probably gonna end the show. Your last day is like Veterans Day, right? Yes. Maybe that'll be the last Taz show. You know, maybe we go out together, the whole crew. <laughs> Not a bad idea. You know what? If Captain's leaving, by golly, we're all leaving. Go out in a blaze of oh, glory. Yeah. <laughs> in a blaze of glory, just selling crepes and vapes at the... the Don't forget the waffles. The waffles. <laughs> the waffles. <laughs> yes. At the little cart gimmick. 
Anyway, so yeah, you get the new Nub City t-shirt. I think we have, there's an updated artwork from what we showed you yesterday. It's kind of hard to see, but it says Nub City, and underneath the word Nub City, it says the Taz Show, but underneath that, it, the initial shirt I showed you, because I, I jumped the gun Jones, the new one, um, <laughs> it said New York City underneath it. It's kind of redundant with City City, so we went with, uh, after a big production meeting with myself and these guys, probably seven, eight hours. Concrete jungle. So, because New York City is the concrete jungle, let's be honest. Right now, I am in the concrete jungle. So, yeah. So, that that's kind of what the deal is with that. So, uh, what else we got? So, uh, talked about that. Oh, uh, speaking of Lucha Underground, they signed a new TV deal. Apparently in Germany, I believe. I'll get into that a little bit, some details on that. Before I do that, I did catch a little bit of the World Series. So, I want to talk about that real quick. Uh, because, you know, some people, no matter if you if you don't live in Chicago or you don't live in Cleveland... It's a huge deal, right? Yeah, if you're a baseball fan, of course. Of course. So uh, basically what happens is the Chicago Cubs played the Cleveland Indians in game deuce, team two. Okay, and the Cubs bring up the rear. They get a victory. So now the series is tied one to one. Where Chicago Cubs won the game yesterday five to one. And uh, you know what? It's uh, it's a, it was, I watched my man Jake, uh, what's his name, Arietta, the pitcher there, Arietta. Yeah, that's his name? Remember last year, he was like overly dominant in postseason play. He was dominant last night. I don't have his stats. I'd be great if I did. But he was dominant last night, I'll tell you that. He wasn't like overly dominant. I think last year he was more dominant in the postseason. That's me as a casual baseball fan giving you that information. Because last year I felt like he was just, he come out there bearded, loaded Jones, and just threw his ass off. Arietta had uh, six strikeouts. Last night. Yes. Yeah. Last year he had seven in just one game. So you're saying it's, so. a, it's downhill from here, <laughs> or He's downhill getting, from last year? This guy's faltering. No, no but you know, he, he, I'm telling you, I think that batters have and hitting coaches, just like that happens in football, they, they learn how to you know play against these type guys. Same thing in football. You'll see a, a quarterback come into the league, especially in college, a, a freshman come in or a redshirt freshman or something, and the kid is tearing it up for like a season. Then the next season, you never even heard of the guy again. Because defensive coordinators learn how to play these guys. It's just like bring the, I bring the info, man. It's just like just rolls off my face. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean? So uh, it really is. The intelligence level is just so it's through just, the roof. By the way, some might be wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, Taz has the is a sky flow. I have my sky flow to my right. So I, I think I'm going to shoot some stuff during the break. So that's what's hanging here. So uh, if you're watching the video, if you're not watching the video, you, you probably don't care what I just said. Uh, so yeah, so I, like I said, I, I initially wanted the Cubs to win the World Series, and then trying to kiss the ass of the big boss at WFAN, Mark Chernoff. I now want the Cleveland Indians to win because his son is the general manager. I bet the series goes to seven. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. It might. See, a lot of the audience for the Taz Show they don't watch baseball. Some, most like. That's why like, they need you to describe the game exactly, to them. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I break it down. Speaking of game, I believe that uh, Robbie the Viking. Uh, he is he is in the building, and apparently he was at a. We'll get into this shortly. At a hockey game in Brooklyn to see the Islanders play. Who? Who they play? The uh, his favorite team, the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, I think there's storytelling time. With, with, uh, <laughs> I think Robbie's got a little story. He doesn't know he's going to say it in the air, but he just found out. So now he's probably oh, I gotta run to the bathroom. I gotta shave. Oh my god, I gotta wash my face. I gotta shave. I gotta shave. <laughs> so, where's the Dollar Shave Club? I need Dollar Shave Club. What's Taz's code? So anyway, um, 
Jumping ahead into some, speaking of Brooklyn and some sports, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, were, well, they did the job, actually, to the, Bo- the Boston Celtics, 122 to 117. So, uh, yeah, that sucks. I'm not a big hoops guy. I mean, any sports that have a plethora of players that are over 6'2", I'm not a fan of. 6'2 is where you cut it? Yeah, it's, just, it's it. too much. It's, it, you're, well, you're borderline giant when you're above 6'2". You're like a giant. You know, it's just, that's giant people in my world because I'm just a, you know, tiny man, you know. Little man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a little man. <sighs> so anyway, um, in the hockey, the Rangers, nice, throttled the Boston Bruins 5-2. to two. We got that. Quite a comeback. They were down 2 nothing. I didn't see any of the game. Did you catch it? I, I did not either. The last I checked on the game last night, it was 2 nothing Bruins. Dude, when you leave the show... When you finally quit, when the, the last day that you quit and you flip everyone off, is it going to be a deal where, like, you probably never, ever watch wrestling again? <laughs> probably, right? No. I've been watching now for a long, long time. I think you're going to quit. So I didn't kill the business for you? No. No, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I might not watch as much of Raw. Free <laughs> <laughs> houses a lot, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you're definitely going to get more sleep, right? Oh, definitely. No one cares. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so uh, back to the hockey. Uh, yeah, so as we talked about earlier, Captain mentioned uh, about the Montreal Canadiens, who is Robert the Vikings' favorite team, which is oddly enough, well, I'm sure he'll tell us. And uh, the Canadians uh, beat the Islanders in Brooklyn 3-2. to two. So let me get this straight uh, from what I understand, and we'll let Robbie tell the whole story, but he's at the Islander game in their house. Wearing all Canadian garb, guaranteed. No, he didn't wear any of that. Either. All right, we'll, we'll let him. Don't upcut the guy, okay? I know you're trying to sabotage No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to say any more because it's a pretty good story. All right. Whoever is the new producer, you know, you, you have to sabotage all these guys. Poor Dennis Jones, you emasculated him while the guy was sitting right next to you. <laughs> that was ridiculous. It really was. That wasn't right we did to the Lumberjack. It really wasn't. He shouldn't have made fun of crepes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Guys rocking a flannel. One of the callers deemed a Lumberjack. Timber! Right away, I get in touch with the uh, sound effect factory. (laughs) And you got to bash him. (laughs) Unbelievable. Never ends. Uh, Yeah, a little NCAA, a little college football. Um, Tonight, there's a game. The Pitt Panthers. Pitt Panthers play the Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, Can you name, Captain? I will put you on the spot. No, I can't. Okay. So, anyway, (laughs) uh, the answer was Tony Dorsett. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have... Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, Tony Dorsett. There's that chemistry. <laughs> oh, they're going to miss that chemistry. Oh, yeah. When I go to ask you a trivia sports question and you say, <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. You don't even give me a chance to ask the question. What do you mean, no? Not even a shot. <laughs> if it's concerning college football, I really know. I was going to say, who was arguably the most famous, well, definitely the most famous running back to come out of the University of Pittsburgh, and it would be Tony Dorsett. Well, now I know that. Yes. I'm betting that. The Viking in-house knew that. Guaranteed. Somebody tweeted me the other day, I don't want to hear that horn sound. I'm like, what horn sound? I don't know what they're talking about. They should close their windows while they listen to the show. What are they talking about? Horn sound? You mean a skull? Ah, that? There's also an NFL game tonight, guys. Jaguars and the Titans are playing tonight. Uh, I, I'm probably watching the World Series, and I'll watch some TNA. We got to get into talking about that in a minute. Uh, my Buffalo Bills and my man Shady McCoy, top shelf running back. He did not practice on Wednesday. 
You know, it's got that hamstring thing going on, bro. It's like he re-aggravated it last week, right? I know. Against, uh, yeah, he did. And, then, and, and now we got to play the Patriots on Sunday. And, and I saw some of the Bills secondary were talking about the game on Sunday as well. They uh, warned the Patriots, if you bother us again during our uh, warm-ups, we're going to have another altercation because apparently that happened last time yeah, the Bills and the Pats played. It did. Yeah, I know. I, I, was, I, was, I was on. I, look, I, I, it, this is the problem. Already it's done. Now, that helped because there was almost a little bit of a fisticuffs what the uh, Bills players and the uh, and the Patriot players when Tom Brady was laying on a beach in Italy with his model-like wife. Well, she's not a model-like. She is a model. Um, it's not like she is. And, uh, you know, he's laying on a beach in Milan and his teammates are in a fist fight, fisticuffs with freaking, you know, the Buffalo Bills. But here's the thing. They got inside the head of the Patriots, and I think that helped win. So now already, this is a typical Rex Ryan. That's why I like the Bills, because they play kind of an intimidation game. And they're bullies, and I love that. You know, you know so so the thing is, like, they, they are, they, I, well, from a pro sports perspective, I love it. So they're getting in the psyche of the Patriots. That's what's happening. I like that. Here's the problem, though, my Buffalo Bills. <sighs> Tom Brady, even though I don't like Brady, even though he cheated. The thing with Tom Brady is he's a leader. He knows how to lead. And he'll have a quick speech with his team after an altercation and tell them, don't let this get in our head. Play our game. We don't need penalties. He'll tell them all the right things like a captain and a leader would do. And no matter how much I'm not a Brady fan, he knows how to be a leader. He really does. So they didn't have him. He was on the beach in the Bahamas. Via Milan. He couldn't Skype? No. No, because Handsome Johnny wasn't there to give the Skype number. Inside baseball terms for the <laughs> test show. Only one other person is laughing, that's Video Brian right now. So, I heard someone else laughing down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Handsome Johnny. You know why? Because uh, he's not here again. Oh, yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, you know what, Taz? Uh, yeah, I won't be uh, at the show. <laughs> I love oh. how he, he gave like a 10-minute explanation and he rounds it up with, by the way, I'm out of here the next three days. That's See? what he said. <laughs> yeah, I'll be down south. What, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm i not coming in on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All right, see you later, bud. And he walks out. <laughs> like, what the? Yeah. Like, so I got my boss. Like, what is the deal with this guy? Like, dude, I don't know. I mean. He got the Brock Lesnar deal and we don't know about it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's, uh, and apparently he's looking for, like, uh, other workaround without getting the detail around the company here. Oh, yeah. He's looking for a higher level. I'll be working for this guy soon. Oh, yeah. I'll be working for him. Guarantees already. We've already heard the overtones of him when he talks to me. Well, what we are looking for, Ted. It's like, who's, we, we got a mouse in your pocket? We, who, I don't work for you now, handsome Johnny. You should hear what comes in my ear when he's talking to me when I he's guess. He's probably saying, I can't wait to fire this bastard. About me, right? That's no. what I just said, right? He's usually on my case saying, sit, sit up straight. Oh, he yells at you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Talking yeah. to my clearer. No, he's, he'll be a real douchebag boss. He will. No, I'm telling you, he, he will be a real douche boss. And he's going to be a boss. You know why? He's got good vocabulary. He's a good-looking guy. He's partially intelligent. And he dressed neat. And he's thin. Okay. The thin guys get all the big jobs. The guys that are lean. Oh, he runs too. So he runs at the marathons and he kisses all the ass of the big wigs over here. 
Ah, would you like my Gatorade? Here you go, Mr. Johnson. Hey, Mr. Daruki. Yeah, that's what he does. Hanging out with Mike Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll be working for Handsome Johnny soon. Yep. Not and me. The, and all the... Jo- <laughs> not you. No, no. Not not the captain. No, you... you, Because you saw this coming. I'm going out to sea. Yeah. Yeah, just keep going, bro. Just keep... Just go. <laughs> Sail away, bro. Just keep going. Yeah, Handsome Johnny will run around here like a freaking... T- give this guy a year. He will be a big boss here. Oh. And I'll... Hey, what's up? Uh... Johnny, remember when we used to do the trivia? Uh, no, no, I don't. Hey, Excuse Taz, me. remember when you made fun of me for saying it's <laughs> flickering? <laughs> hey, uh. Your show's on at 4 a.m. now. <laughs> and you just got a big pay cut, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that's what happens. That really happens in life. I learned that years ago when I worked for ECW, right? And I used to watch how Paul, I learned it actually from Paul. Paul was so cool with, with everybody. Like, no matter what level they were in the company, like if they were opening match, if they were ring crew, if they were on the, the music crew, whatever they were, he was the coolest to everybody. And I said, Paul, I'm really, you know, I talked to him one day privately, just had a show. And I said, you know, I'm really like impressed because, you know, this is when we started really building momentum and ECW was getting really strong. And I'm like, you know, you really keep it humble, bro, and I think that's awesome. I respect that, you know, and you're cool to everybody. All these younger guys that work for the company and that have low-end jobs in the company, but they are important. We both know that. And he looked at me and he goes, Taz, you never know who you're going to work for one day. And he's right. And I've always remembered that, and he was right about that. Because look at Paul, when he how he came up. He was like some snot-nosed kid photographer down a block at the garden. You know, running around, you know, sneaking into buildings, taking pictures of the, the, the boys wrestling, you know, and 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 next thing you know, not next thing you know, years later, he's he's in a great role as a talent, and he owns a company, you know. So, I obviously didn't pay attention to the advice because I've kind of flogged handsome Johnny at times, beat up on him a little bit because he aggravates me, you know. But he, I never fired him though. You well, know, maybe I, three or I four times. I might have teased it, but I, I didn't, you know, I might have played some psychological warfare with him. But you think if he's a big boss here, he's going he's gonna to cut me, he's going to 4 a.m. Jones? You think, <laughs> really? Dude, I mean, how much early can this show get? Have a great podcast, Dad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Taz, we're turning your show into a straight podcast. But Johnny, but jo- no, no, it's not Johnny, uh, sir. It's Jonathan. What? It's Mr. Forsgren. Yes, Mr. For. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm no longer handsome Johnny, Taz. And uh, you no longer work here. Okay. Take your stuff and all your toys and your sound effects and get the hell out. No! Yeah. That's my future. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's definitely coming. So... Anyway, so there's your update on Handsome Johnny. So we don't know when he's coming back. Really, I really don't. I think he's back on Monday. Maybe. They're mad at him. He's trying to get a big boss job, but yet they're mad at him. How do you put in <laughs> for a big boss position and then you just disappear? <laughs> Only Johnny would get away with this. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because then he'll show up and he'll, they'll be like, Johnny, you know, what the heck? And, and he'll put on that million dollar smile oh sorry hey, I, relax. Hey, you know, and, and everybody just laughs he's like alright hey, it's Johnny that's the gimmick he is a worker 
Oh, God. Tom Brady's on TV right now. Yeah, uh, just looked up. <sighs> Look at him just lying and laughing. Just sitting there with that big grin on. <laughs> yep. He can't wait to play my bills. <sighs> anyway. Uncomfortable segue. So here we go. I was talking a little bit earlier about the, uh, at the top of the show, I should say, about the TNA gimmick, uh, the lawsuit, everything with Billy Corrigan. Well, TNA responded to Billy Corrigan's lawsuit in uh, a court hearing yesterday. TNA stated that Billy uh, Corrigan is well aware that the new funding source, most likely Anthem, which is the Fight Network, is willing and able. Willing and able. That means they have it, and they're going to do it, and they want to. To repay the money Corrigan loaned TNA. So I guess what that sounds like, what TNA is saying, which I guess would be obviously Dixie and Serge, her husband, along with uh, Dean Broadhead uh, through their attorneys, um, you know, basically saying, look, Billy knew that this is going to get paid back. So why is, why is he doing this? He knew he was going to get paid back. That's what he's saying. I, I, un- I understand Billy's, oh, I shouldn't say understand because I'm not in the middle of this, but I could see, I should say, Billy's perspective on this. Just because someone says, hey, uh, Party C is going to pay you, Billy. Don't worry. Okay. That's not good enough. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like uh, the check is in the mail kind yeah, of Yeah, that's almost. not good enough. You can, yeah. yeah you, you can't say that. It's nothing against Anthem or Fight Network. I don't mean like, I'm talking about TNA. They can't. Uh, well, listen, come on. Billy knew this. Well, let's be frank. That's really, I hate to be a douchebag here about TNA, but it, it's not exactly like, you know, there's a... Uh, a great reputation of them, TNA, keeping their word when it comes to financial stuff. And Billy knows that. Hence why he legally filed a lawsuit or whatever. That's kind of a redundant sentence. Yeah. Legally filed a lawsuit. I, I don't know how many people can illegally file a lawsuit. You know what, Captain? You know what? You know what? You know what, dude? You, you, you know, you know. I'll show myself out. Yeah, you know, no, you, you know, really, really, bro, 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 bro. A few months ago, you, you would have said, no, it's okay, Taz. Now you're like, yeah, you know what, Taz, that was really a stupid-ass line. She's counting me down. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what that was. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> Slamming bods and beyond. So, anyway, um, TNA warned... TNA uh, warned that Corrigan is attempting to take control of the company well below the level Corrigan valued the company as well as the company's true value. Right Now, you research this a little bit, Cap. Talk to me. Yeah, Corrigan is trying to take over the company what it looks like at a massively discounted rate. Because he's price, smart. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. Let's, be, let's keep it up in the rear zeal, as the kids are saying in the streets today. The rear zeal. Yeah, let up in the rear zeal. Let's keep it real. Listen, look at TNA, those letters, that brand, this has not, 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 nothing to do with production, nothing to do with their TV net, partner network, nothing to do with their talent, nothing to do with their creative. Their creative has been pretty good, frankly. Lately, I think so. It's nothing to do with anything. None of the talent, no nothing. It's tarnished. Those three letters are tarnished. And it's been tarnished for quite some time. This is not a new thing. This is not a new problem here. You know, it's a damaged brand. As someone told me from WWE, okay, I was in TNA probably, this is probably my fourth or fifth year, without naming names, because you guys would know who this person is, said, 
dude, be careful. That's a damaged brand. I go, look, at that time, everything was fine. They're taking care of me. They're paying me. I'm happy. I like working here. You know, and they're like, yeah, they've been through a lot. And then there was worse stuff after that. But the, the letters are damaged. Now, I'm not saying that Billy or anybody else can take it, and Billy said he's going to do this, and rebrand it, change the name. Ch- you got to change everything. Makeover City. You really do. Remember a few weeks ago, Matt Hardy had tweeted about saying he wanted to buy the company, and he also had said he'd rebrand the company as well. Yeah. Um, I'd love it if one of the boys bought it. That'd be great if Matt bought it. That'd be awesome. But you have to. You have to take those letters out of, this, out of the, whole, the whole scenario. T-N-A. You have to. You've got to relocate it, change the whole thing. So TNA's attorneys argued that Corgan, uh, Corgan's loan to TNA was predatory and that the agreement between Corgan and Dixie Carter is uh, illegal under the state laws. The hell? Really? I'm not very familiar with Tennessee law, but they're oh, arguing that. Oh, come on. I don't buy that. Stop it. Will you stop? Everyone knows you know Tennessee law, Captain. You got me. It was on my resume. <laughs> come on. At Seton Hall, you didn't learn about Tennessee law? How kind of school did you go to? One in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little school in New Jersey, Taz, really. That's really you got a good radio station. That's really, yeah. No, but yeah, so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Billy Corrigan is also claiming. Uh, he has seen proof that TNA was in talks with WWE about a possible sale. Ah, yes. So we all knew that kind of. There was a lot of scuttlebutt on that, and uh, a lot of people jumped on it. You know, at first I was like, eh, let's see. But, you know, sometimes with these type of situations, with, with big situations like this, you know, when, when you hear scuttlebutt like that, it ends up being the truth, and that's what happened here. I mean, uh, uh, you know, because I, I've, I've, after the fact, I've heard – behind the scenes from people I've talked to from both WWE and TNA that there's definite talks and there has been talks and I don't think those talks are gone I think right now if you're Vince McMahon and the WWE Kevin Dunn and all these guys you're going to sit back chill out you got enough on your plate as it is running in WWE and just see what happens with TNA you don't want to get involved with trying to purchase a lawsuit I'm sorry trying to purchase a company um while, while they're under attack and getting sued, and, and they're getting sued by everybody. So you get a little, because you're, then you're kind of like engulfing all that. So you don't want that. So if Vince knows that. His people know. They're all smart folks. I think they definitely learned that, too, with uh, when they, WWE bought out WCW. Yes. Waiting long, just long enough for... Well, speaking of WCW, I don't know if you noticed, um, actually, um, Big Rob. Big <laughs> Rob, if you're in a building, come in here because uh, Rob's, uh, Rob and I talked yesterday in a private texting a little bit about. Um, Do we have screenshots? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, we don't. We sh- <laughs> no, that's funny. No, no, no. Uh, there was what the heck was I'm trying to think. I, I didn't see this, but um, speaking of WCW, like like Ted Turner and all that stuff. Apparently, there's reports. What's up, big guy? Jump, jump in, grab a chest. Sit over here, bro. Um, uh, that apparently Turner Brad Broadcasting is getting back into wrestling uh, with possibly Lucha Underground, but only in Germany. So this TV deal. That's, yes, TNT in uh, Germany. Right. So that's part of the thing there. So careful of the gimmick. Rob, uh, you got to step over this way, big guy. Yeah, you got to turn the mic. There you go. Uh, put the mic to you, bud. There you go. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, yeah, we got a... Uh, Big Rob, what's, what's up, guy? You seem like you got a little bit of a bug up your ass today. What's about No, you? I'm okay. Uh, yeah, but the a... mic, the mic. The, this is not the fancy station. You have to keep the thing right in front of you, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the way it goes, son. I mean, yo, welcome to the small time. Western States Heritage. I had to uh, 
like yep. you're like you're doing now. I had a little bit of had to let a little bit of stress out last night oh, at the really? hockey game. Do yeah. tell you when you went. So let's set the scene. So you go over to Brooklyn. You go over to the Barclays, right? And you go into the gimmick there, and and the uh, the Islanders are playing the Canadians, right? Right. Half my family's from Montreal, so okay. my dad's side is from there. So he grew up rooting for them, and mm-hmm. and um, you know when they were awesome in the right. 70s right, and right, right. winning all those Stanley Cups right before the Islanders did. So I kind of just followed along with their tradition, kind of cool. like Yankee fans follow along with their tradition. Of course. So uh, I went to the game last night with a buddy of mine, and uh, we were sitting upstairs. It was 1-1, and uh, Montreal took the lead with like eight minutes to go. I turned around and pointed at the like diehard supporter section, which was about 20 rows behind me, and uh, like antagonize them, but I actually knew one of them. One of them. Why? Was, Why'd well, you do that? Because I, I wasn't thinking. Um, Were you drinking? Uh, not then and there at the game. I mean, we he had drank a couple- after. <laughs> he drank after. I'm gonna get drunk after this happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually had a couple before the game, and uh, well, I didn't drink after the game. I had to get home, sleep, and and, sure. and get here this of morning. Of course, you're dedicated. S- so they take the lead two one. I turn around and I point at the guy in um, uh, one of my friends who's standing up there. So the entire fan section thinks that I'm pointing at them. So they all start yelling, oh. the a-hole chance and, uh. and, and everything like that. So they get the whole way. So they're doing this. You're right. in their house. Correct. Okay, and these Islander fans that we have to assume are mostly Long Island fans because the sure. you know, the Islanders played in Long Island forever, and then now there's still the New York Islanders when they're playing in Brooklyn. Right. They didn't change the colors, which really pisses me off. Right. They should be wearing the black and white like the yeah, Nets. They like should. the Nets. They should. I right. think they should have left uh, the blue and orange at the Coliseum. Look, the captain is the one you have a spot like that. Hey, As you said, I think their up. alternates are see, black and white. See what's going on here? Yeah, he had, yeah he's got the alternate jerseys. Yeah. By the way, how bad were those Ranger alternate jerseys with like the Statue of Liberty in the middle? Oh, they man. were horrible. I have, they one, were I have one of those at home. You have one? I have one of those at home. Oof. He's the guy who bought one. So anyway, so what happened? So did they stop beating you up? Like, did you get your ass kicked? Well, there was a girl a couple rows behind me. A girl beat you up? No, she threw a beer on me, so I turned around and I called her a nasty word. And, um, oh, really? Like a really nasty word? Yes. Oh, boy. It, it, it rhymes with a certain kind of ketchup. Let's, <laughs> let's put it that oh, way. Boy. High Road Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a no-no. Yeah, so... So okay. I shouldn't have done that. Gentleman so. Jones. Uh, Robbie yeah, right exactly. Yeah. I'm lacking a little bit. So, a, so a little wait a minute. It rhymed with Mulva. So this girl, <laughs> this girl throws a beer on you. Right. Then you said you threw a punch to her. She docked and kicked your ass. No. no. Um, <laughs> so the Islanders tie it at two, like yeah. two minutes later. So I sit there. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Well, wait, wait, wait. What happened after the beer incident? You called it a, the, the C word, which is really oh, no, not no, no, cool. Oh, no, 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 no. So we, we, we all went back to watching the game. I turned around, and, uh, you know, I sat there and took the verbal abuse. Wait a minute. So this, <laughs> hold on. So you and this girl have this altercation. Correct. But you're a huge man. Right. So why, out of all these guys that are there, is the chick the only one with the nuts to stand up to? <laughs> because when the Islanders scored to tie it at two, somebody came running down like he was a contestant on The Price is Right to get after me. Oh, my Lord. Where's security? Not helping you. Okay, so the security. There was two security guards, okay? Oh, wait, two? <laughs> yes. Security's in all okay. of Barkley. Yes. Okay. No, there were two security guards in the section. They looked like Rosie and Jamal. I got mean, it. it was... What the hell? All right, yeah, I got it. All right, so... The wrestling audience out Yeah, they understand. They are. Yeah, they understand. So then they started beating you up. No, so the no. two of them were like, you got to come with me. Are you wearing Canadian stuff? Nothing. 
Zero. Are you wearing Taz Show stuff? Yes, I was wearing the Taz Show hat. Were you really? Yes, I was. I really wish you weren't at that point. <laughs> in my air, in Brooklyn. Just think of the press. Yeah. You know what's funny? You know, as I was walking out, I turned it around. I turned it backwards Thanks. just in case somebody spotted me. <laughs> no, oh my God. You're kidding me. I didn't want anybody to see the thing on the front of that. I swear I turned it around like I was coming out of like 21 Jump Street or something. In my, in my sweatshirt. I mean, it was, it was, it was straight out of a sitcom. Well, you didn't get arrested no so the so as i'm getting up as security is escorting me out the canadians take the lead three two i have my back to the play mm. and as they as i'm walking out i well, you hear told me you have your back to play like you're on the ice playing like you're a player i have my back to the play well i had my back I'm like to what the are you ice. on the ice i had my back to the action so, all right walking. i understand what okay. it means okay so i was walking out of the section and i hear them score and so i turn around i start clapping and I pointed. Oh, you're th- th- still being a ball buster now. Yes, yes. So oh I pointed at the god. girl. I called her a bad word again. Oh and my I, god! And I <laughs> left the section. Yeah, I was oh, bad. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you're out of control. Yeah, no, I was. And they control. threw you out. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, bro, nice. I was at the Vikings uh, Eagles game last Sunday. We didn't get to talk about that. Those no, Philly didn't. fans down there. I mean, I was taking some heat in Twitter and stuff. Listen, I give them credit. They're great fans. They're into listen, their don't team. Don't upset the Philly no, fans. I'm, not. I'm over no. in Philly. No, no. Listen, they're a little only overbearing. In right. only, only in Philly. Yeah. They're, they're a little overbearing, but they no, they're love not. They're they not. Love I made their... a I made a good living in that city. Yeah, but please, I'll tell you one thing. They love their football team, man. They love everything. I give them respect. What would you do? You started talking smack at the Philly fans now? No, as we were walking out they started the Barney chance so I didn't care for that in my oh purple my I look like a big purple dinosaur <laughs> which may be my Halloween costume who knows it's a perfect note to go to break <laughs> oh yeah we gotta go to break uh, alright Rob yeah uh, story time with Robbie is over yeah that is over uh, that's, uh, Rob maybe you'll come back later Rob but thanks so look we gotta go to break I'll just set a break I'll get it to all my lucha on the ground uh, Robbie is not a gentleman and I'll also talk about NXT we'll break back Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Taz Jones! Jones! Yeah, it was my first pair of... Oh, yeah. Back here. Thursday edition, Taz Show. Going to talk some NXT. Going to talk a little uh, Lucha Underground. I watched just about all of Lucha Underground. I think I watched all of it. Started falling asleep. It's tough sometimes. I'm going to get into that in a second. Also, uh, at my Twitter account, I just tweeted a gimmick of, uh, what do you call it? During the break, using my Skyfloat, I taped a little behind-the-scenes footage of during the break of the show. Where uh, Robbie the Viking was bitching and moaning and still complaining and arguing and fighting with people. Now I got people on the Twitter calling him Bonnie Jones. I, I hear him laughing. You got people tweeting pictures of ketchup. We have the. T- yeah, I hear him laughing in the other friggin' call screen. Room. I can hear him when all the doors are closed. It's unbelievable. He's cracking up. Bonnie Jones and and ketchup photos. That's nice. So um. Yeah, it's just, it's just that, you know, you can't go to sporting events and pick fights with people. You can't. You still live. You can't do it. You got to be a gentleman. You can't have. And I bet you the girl that threw the beer on is probably like some small, like short girl. Usually shorter girls are, are like tough. You know what I mean? So I bet she's like, what's up, mother Right in the face. Throwing a big ass beer. Because those beers, too, you get at like Barclays, they're huge. Get a big beer, seventeen dollars. 
But yeah, I was big, gonna, oh, the small ones are seventeen dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought oh, that must have been good. Seeing this, I, in my envisioning of this, I see this like it was like a little small girl, like some girl that's like a biker chick, you know, like a tattoo across a face that says, you know, Chuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like of a man, you know, something like that, you know. Anyway, so I was talking a little bit about Lucha Underground. So they, they had signed a new TV deal. I know, speaking of, of uh, Robbie Viking, he had sent me some information on this uh, yesterday, too. I know the captain, you did your research on this. And this is this is in conjunction with TNT. Talk a little bit about what you found there, Cap. I want to react to this thing here. TNT in Germany signed a TV deal for, I think it's a couple of years with Lucha Underground, which is really interesting because TNT anywhere, as far as I know, hasn't shown wrestling in a long, long time. I don't think they have either, bro. So I, I'm with you on that. I don't I don't think they have either. Um, yeah, I find it very interesting. Uh, and I think this is good. I mean, I think this is good because, I, you know, for, t- for uh, Lucha Underground, look, you guys know I'm a fan of it, and most of you guys are too. Anybody who watches it who's never seen it is like, wow, this is really different, really unique. And it is. And and it's, it's written different. It's shot different. Uh, it's definitely... The wrestling is inspired by Lucha Libre. Obviously, there's, there's tons of luchadors that work there. So for them to branch out all over the world now with TV penetration, I also know they're doing house shows, live events. I think I talked about that recently. That's all great stuff. By the way, if you want to call the show, it's 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Um, you know, to me, I think it's a massive plus. I'm a little surprised uh, I'm happy, but I'm surprised because I did see, uh, while I watched Lucha Underground last night, I saw the um, promos for the house shows that they're doing. And actually, Johnny Mundo, those remember him as John Morrison, Johnny Mundo was doing a lot of the voiceover work, and he was like, they were shooting him, and he was promoting it, playing to the camera uh, during like a, a vignette, a promo spot for the house shows. That in itself is the imaging and the promotion is so different than we've ever seen in wrestling. I thought that was really, really a nice touch and really cool. Um, And they did a good job. Um, And and speaking of of Mundo, Johnny Mundo, you know, he wrestled last night, right, against Sexy Star, okay? Now, you guys know that, that listened when I was the, you know, human podcast machine doing a podcast every week on Play It and then segued into a daily show, the Taz show here, what I'm doing now. You guys know, even from back then, I was not... I, I had Gail Kim on once um, from TNA, the great Gail Kim. And she is great. And Gail and I were talking, and we both share the same feeling for intergender wrestling, where she as a female wrestler, me as a former male wrestler, neither of us are a fan of intergender wrestling. Okay? Now, intergender, for those that don't know, and that means the men fight the women, women fight the men in a match. Where a mixed tag team match... It's women versus women, you know, guys versus guys. So I could be a partner with a girl, and Kathy could be a partner with a girl, and that's a mixed tag match. I can't get physical with the girl. Uh, only the girls get physical with each other, and guys get physical with each other. That, so the difference between mixed and intergender match, because you're here, so it's an intergender tag team match. Now that means it's all bets are off. So everybody fights each other. Well, Lucha Underground, they do a lot of intergender stuff. Now, I didn't catch the whole show yesterday, but they had two intergender matches last night, right? They did. The fr- Ivelisse. Uh, Against uh, Marty the Moth. Marty right? the Moth. Yeah. That's right. And, dude, you know, when Gail and I talked way back, you know, I, she was on the same page. But Veda Scott, who does a great job on Indie Indies here in the Taz show, who is part of a lot of intergender wrestling, 
when she was a guest on the human podcast machine before I was daily, if you go back on TazShow.com, you can find that, or the Gale interview. You know, Veda is on a different side of it. She is pro-intergender. And it's fine. Whatever. I'm not knocking intergender wrestling. Intergender wrestling. I'm not. It's not for me. I'm not a fan of it. I just don't think it, it looks too much like man or woman violence. It's awkward for me. To, I just think, I, and I think a lot of people are turned off by it, but there is also a huge um, clump of wrestling fans that love it and that are not offended by intergender wrestling and pay to see it. That's cool, man. I, whatever floats your boat, it's all good by me. So why am I saying all this? I'll tell you why. I am still <clears throat> a big fan of Lucha Underground, and they do a ton of intergender wrestling. I found myself during, the, especially this match with Sexy Star against Johnny Mundo, that I almost forgot that Sexy Star was a chick. I mean, like, and then, like, you know, he had his boys come in. They got heat on Sexy, all this stuff. I mean, like, I'm talking about they, Johnny was working with her, and the way, like, like she was a dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I was going to say, I think Lucha Underground does intergender matches way different than anywhere else I've seen it. And yeah. I kind of don't mind it in Lucha Underground. Yeah, like, I, I personally, I, know, I don't, I, I don't I, like intergender matches either. But the way Lucha Underground does, it's fantastic. I think you make an extremely good point, and, and I agree with your point. You know, um, I don't say you made that face, too, if I said you made a good point. You're like, yeah, you're damn right I made a good point. <laughs> and you know what, bro? When I'm gone, those points are gone with me. You're damn right, Taz. I made a good point. That's right, because you did. I wish we had instant replay on the show. Video Brian, can we get handsome, uh, Can we get an instant replay? That would be great on the show, man. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. And one of those draw screens, <laughs> like the, uh, oh god, make some love... you know kind of old school John Madden oh, comments while you're drawing circles on. Is it possible without naming the device that could you? Yeah, he knows in your ear. <clears throat> can we do somehow? Can we? I'll pay for it myself. <laughs> can we get instant replay? Uh, no, he said it's possible. Is it really? He said that. <laughs> Because I would have just instant replayed you, the face you made after. No, no, no. You didn't make that face. You went, yeah, that's right. I made a good point, Mo. Yeah, that's right. That's what you did. Cocky schmocky. That's you. You you named me a few weeks ago, All Balls Jones. All so. Balls Jones. Yeah, that's you. Yep. Cocky Jones. So, uh, and on Friday, you're Giddy Jones. And on Veterans Day, your last day here. Right, the eleventh of yes. our, uh, November. Yeah, you then will be two things. I don't give a rat's ass, Jones, and you will be. Please kiss my ass, Jones, <laughs> and most importantly, you will then be over the moon, Jones. Yeah, that's how you. You are going to be a. Whole, you're going to be tough to deal with. Oh, you'll be you throwing so? stuff around. I'll yeah. be yelling things. Yeah. It's going to get really vulgar, too. Why do I go to the bathroom to urinate? I'll urinate right in the hall. I mean, <laughs> Buy a yeah, hat. Yeah, it's like, this what's going to happen here. I could feel it. I could feel it. I'm telling you. Timber! So, anyway, uh, back to the intergender wrestling and the stuff with what I'm talking about here. And to Captain's point, okay, the side, they do do it a little different. And and even the announcing, now, I'm mad at myself, right? So, I'm, I'm shaving, right? This morning, I got my Dollar Shave Club gimmick on a shoot, right? I'm shaving, do my thing, and I get mad. I have a razor in my hand, and now I get mad. Oh, man. And it's very early in the morning. That's <laughs> not, I think I'm going to just slice my face off. Like, yeah, 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 right? And what happens? I, um, I get mad because when I had Vampiro on last week, look, 
I didn't ask him a question that I should have asked him, and I'm mad at myself that I didn't ask him. I want to know from an announcing perspective, because he, I've called it the gender matches, and I wasn't, I didn't like calling them, but he calls them a lot. And they, meaning him and Matt Striker, they don't make a big deal out of this. Like when it's a chick getting her ass whooped. I mean, last night they put Sexy Star's head in a chair, and they were getting ready to, like, Johnny Mundo's going to drop an elbow on her while these dudes are holding her. They did some crazy flip-flop bump where the two dudes held her, um, and I, I can't even remember, he did like a kick or something, she flipped in the air, like, boom, and took this, and then she kicked out! False finish Jones! Like, she's a little girl, the sexy star's a small chick. She can work, though, she's good. But I wanted to ask, and I'm mad I didn't, Vampiro, you know, if it's like a big deal, like, to him, that he's calling those intergender matches, and why they don't make a huge deal out of when, like, some chick is getting beat upon by a dude, and they just treat, treat it like it's a guy. But I, I guess it's just they do so much of it, and that's, what, how they, that's how the company wants them to sell it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I wish I would have exempt that question. And, you know, when I, when I talk with people on the show, when they come on as guests, you know, I get a lot of people say, oh, what a great interview you did. I appreciate the compliment. They love the chemistry. They love the chemistry. Well, that's all another. Anybody who does a like Joey was on. We had Joey on two segments yesterday. Joey Styles. So you know. Joey Jojo. Uh, of course, it's like oh my god, Joey should be on the show with you every day. Everybody I have on that I have a good bond with. That the, the, I love my audience, but they're always like oh they should be on the show every day. They don't realize a couple things. Okay, yes, I have a good rapport with people. I'm friends with several people. Joey would be great on the show every day, but they don't realize that it's it's just a business. There's a big difference between a guest spot. And, you know, coming on once in a while, someone's show, to being on a show every day, you got to get paid for that. <laughs> you know? They don't realize this is business. You know, I, I get people tweet and they'll tag like another wrestler. Hey, uh, you should go on Taz's show. Yeah, it, it's, it's not that simple. Like, it it really isn't. Like, you know, and then they put me on the spot on Twitter. Like, <laughs> what am I going to say? You know, I mean, it, it, I know the fans mean well of the show. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you should not get a little bit with this. But I, I'm, I, when I sit and talk with someone, like when I had Vampiro on, I didn't think cause to ask him the question about the indigenous stuff. Because we're just rapping. We're just shooting stuff. I have conversations with people. These are not interviews. I, Captain, something happens here when I have guests on all the time that you probably never even realize yourself. Well, I'll answer the question. You'll get it. Do I ever have any questions written down? No. Zero. Right? No. All, all that's ever written down is a little background info, and that's it. Twitter Just handle, bullet points and stuff right, like that. Twitter handle, where the guy's going to be wrestling or yeah. the girl's going to appear. Any upcoming events that right. want to be promoted, Promotion. stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, I write nothing down. Organic Jones, right? I just go right in. Convo Jones. Just a conversation. I am, I because I don't ask tough questions, I have to, oh, when I have JB on, I have to ask him, I have to ask him what kind of shoes he wears. I, I, I know Taz, by the way. I don't do that. Kenny King's coming on tomorrow. Oh, I got to write my questions out. Hang on. Uh, Kenny, I have uh, this question here. No, F that. That's not me. That's not me. Stop. So sometimes there's a problem when you do that because you don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you, you come up with something a week later. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. So <laughs> This is the one time that I wish I would have wrote a question down for Vamp. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that that that's the risk you run sometimes when you're just having you know casual conversation. Because uh, I feel the audience it engages better. They they it's more riveting 
when you're just in a conversation with a, with, with a guy or a girl as a guest as opposed to, you know, like they're on CNN or, or like, you know, I, I just I'm not into that. I just that's not me. That's not me. But anyway, so the intergender stuff um, and this match with Sexy Star and, and the working back with Lucha Underground. Listen, they had a great match. I mean, they told stories, uh, physical stories. Uh, it was a very physical match. Um, it was entertaining as all hell. Uh, you know, I, I really, really enjoyed the match. And I found myself that I almost felt like I wasn't watching a man fight or wrestle or work with a woman. And and maybe that's part of the secret to what they're doing with this stuff is the announcing. Because the announcers aren't making like a huge deal out of it. Now, my only critique on last night's announcing is with Matt Stryker, and I like Matt, I think Matt does a good job, but you know, I do think that when someone's head is in a steel chair and, you know, Someone's about to, like, God forbid, decapitate them. Um, that you got to be a little indignant and you got to go a little crazy from an announcing standpoint. Like, well, well you know, they were, I, I didn't feel enough sense of urgency uh, f- from the team. But you know what? In defense to, to Matt Stryker, you know, uh, as the lead play-by-play guy, they, t- uh, uh, Lucha Underground, they do things so different. They break rules of the normal way that wrestling's done every single day. Uh, every day. Every week, I should say. That's kind of how they do their show, you know. And and uh, we had when we had Joey Styles on yesterday, you know, you heard Joey talking about Chikara, how they have they do all this crazy hairbrain stuff, and it's entertaining, it's funny, and it's this, it's that, and that's true. So yeah, you know, they can get away. Let's just say, um, you know, that they can get away with, uh, 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 you know, meaning Lucha Underground, some crazy stuff or Chick Chikara because they set that tone where they do, you know, wacky uh, like wackier stuff. You know what I mean? So that, that, that's easy for them. And then you have to just accept it because it's just that's part of their entertainment. So I get that. I respect that, you know. Did you see, you, did you see the match? I caught the tail end of it. Yeah. You know, they, I really liked before the match, Dario Cueto sitting there, he's drinking like whiskey, whatever he's drinking, cognac, cognac. I think I saw that. It was earlier in the show, right? When Sexy walked in there, yes. Sexy Star. You know, I, I tell you what, I like Sexy Star. I think, you know, I, I like the way she talks. Her English is good enough, and that's her broken English in essence, but I think it's really good, and um, I, lo- I love her delivery and her talking ability, and her and Daria Cueto have excellent chemistry together, uh, working together in that role, and she basically said she wants to fight his brother, who is Matanza. Right, so and that was because she had the she has the gift of the gods championship. Well, she had it. Yeah. That's gone now. Now, now, what's his name? Uh, Morrison uh, Johnny Mundo won it. Which, uh, by the way, no disrespect to the title. It, the, the as far as the belt, the strap. I know it's supposed to be a throwback looking Azteca helping with the. Um, well, it's got the medallions. In yeah, it. It, it's kind of an ugly championship. I'm just being honest. It is. It's not. A, it's not a, a pretty looking. When Sexy Star walked out down the ramp before the match, wearing it, it, it you know, she's not a big girl, and she's 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 in great shape. She's you know. Uh, she's wearing this belt. It's way too big for her, and it looked like she was wearing like a barrel around her body. Like it's just like, I think she should have held it on her hand. I mean, it's aftermath now, but I, I don't think it looked good around. And then she, she's—I don't know what she looks like without the mask. I'm sure she's a pretty girl. She's in great shape, but look again, maybe a lot of girls that wear masks probably aren't that pretty. Let's be honest. Um, I, I mean, men too. I mean, that's you know. 
Who knows? I, you know, not everybody has the rugged good looks I have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think that belt looked like it was like Giant Jones. Like there was just something. It just looked weird on her. I think this might keep you out of the Lucha Underground Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, I love them. I, I put them over all the time. Um, I also uh, liked the backstage deal uh, or the pre-tape, whatever you want to call these things they do, these vignettes. When Rey Mysterio, the great Rey Mysterio, walked into Dario Cueto's office, and he basically said he wants to face Chavo, Chavo Guerrero, and end him and put him down like a dog and end his miserable career. So that's the main event next week for Lucha Underground. I really, um, I, I like Rey. I just Rey is just all the success he's had everywhere he's wrestled in WCW or ECW or obviously WWE and F or whatever. All the success Rey Mysterio has, he's definitely you know, he's a Hall of Famer. We know that. Uh, and a super guy, besides being a great performer, uh, I personally can tell you that from experience. He's a super, super dude. Um, you know, uh, he just fits. Just the way he, he just fits at Lucha Underground. He just fits. It's not like because, you know, it's not just because of the hood, you know, the, the mask and because he's a luchador. I know that's, uh, that's obvious task. No, there's just something about it. There's just something about him. And all he's done in his career, and now this, there's just something there, you know, it just fits for me. I just like him there. I do. And I loved his, if you haven't seen it, if you get a chance, try to find it and watch when he goes into this office and he talks to Dario Cueto. And Ray, this is Ray without like some scripted word-for-word promo. This is Ray kind of just riffing on his own. And, and he probably had bullet points in his promo. It's not a promo. It was a backstage vignette. I keep saying promo. But it was really well done. I really, really enjoyed it. Just a little tip. And the little things are important. You know, Ray's a great worker, so you don't have to worry about him working. And, you know, Chavo's a great worker, so they're going to have a, a great main event next week. But um, they just, it's just written different. I'm DJ Krista Joseph does an amazing job. You know, uh, I was thinking till last week's show, Ray had a really good segment with Chavo Guerrero Sr., I didn't see that. They were going back and forth. That's Chavo Classic, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. He's a man. What happened? He was talking with Chavo, and like they're building this match up for next week, obviously, between Ray and Chavo Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ray was talking to Chavo Sr., and Chavo Sr. was like, look, is there any other way you can settle your differences? And Ray was like, no, Lucha Underground isn't big enough for the two of us, meaning Ray well, and Chavo Jr. Well, that's what they're Jr. doing. They're doing a lose-a-leave yeah. Lucha. Lose-a-leave Lucha! That's what they're doing uh, next week. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. You know, so obviously that it's real simple. If Ray wins, he stays. Chavo's out. If Chavo wins, Ray's out. I got a prediction. If they don't do a screw job finish, now I know this is all taped already. I don't. I don't look at spoilers, but I would predict that Chavo loses, and maybe we don't see him wrestle because I think he's working behind the scenes a lot there. So maybe it's too much on his plate. I, I haven't talked to Chavo forever. Um, I should get Chavo. I should try and get Chavo and Ray on a show here. That'd be good. I haven't talked to those guys. They're both really good guys. Um, but Chavo, I know he's been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes there. You know what it is? Like, those cats live on the West Coast, man. You know, and I just feel like, you know, like tomorrow, Kenny King's coming on. You know, he's in Vegas. You know, this show, we're this show live, live, early, Eastern time. It's you know? early East Coast. I know, I <laughs> yeah. know. I just feel bad, you know? I mean, like. When uh, when Katrina was on, you know, from from Lucha Underground, she was so nice enough. She stayed up all night to do the show. <laughs> Callie Perez, she came on, you know, and and I'm just saying, I just you know, now when Mike today was on every week, it was tough. He's in Vegas. Mike's out on a bender, drinking all night, drinking vodka, vodka. Love Mike. 
right, we're going to take a break here. Other side of break, uh, I did not get into any NXT yet. I will do that also um, uh, in 30 minutes. We'll be on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So you guys can uh, check out the show there later on if you're not watching right now live at uh, TazShow.com. Uh, I appreciate the love. We'll be right back on the Taz Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Right, we're back here, uh, Taz Show, 13th edition, one hour down. Another hour coming at you right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk a little NXT. I just got done talking some Lucha Underground. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. I think we might have be, be having a slight problem with the phone, so if anybody's been calling, they might have had a problem. I don't really know what's going on with that. It's not my problem, to be honest with you. That's my new attitude. You got a problem calling the show? Don't bother me, okay? That's called being passionate about your show. Can't call? Hey, you know what? Go F off. How about that? I got my own issues. I'll tell you what right now. I want to thank all you guys. Speaking of the audience that I just buried... I want to thank you guys because um, I think we have a little bit of a little bit of news. If you're not following the show on the Twitter right now, maybe you're listening to the audio on demand version. But Captain, what's going on right now? Taz is trending. Oh no 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 no! He's trending again. Here he is, trending, trending. Yes. Ah ha ha! And they thought I sucked. Ah uh-uh. ah! I might suck. But I'm a trending suck fest guy. You're damn right. Yes. Uh-huh. And apparently, Big Rob the Viking, pff, he's running around doing a break taking credit for it. It's because I told my story. It's because the girl beat me up and threw beer in my face. <laughs> he's running around bragging. Brag-ass Jones. Should I say he took a bump? <laughs> no, no, he did not take a bump. None of you guys have take a bump. Any of you guys ever had to take a bump? It'd be one. Ten done. <laughs> bump. Jeez. I don't think I could take a bump anymore. Actually, I could actually take a bump. I fell down the steps. Um, <laughs> I did at my house a couple of weeks ago. I fell down about six steps. I was carrying something, and my I had, like, sweatpants on that were a little bit longer because I have my legs. For a shorter guy, I have a very long inseam. I have, like, a 36-inch inseam. I'm like a giant leg man. I have very tall legs. Yeah, I'm like, kind of like a Stacey Keebler, but different. Right now, this right now. Here they come. Here oh, they here come. it comes on Twitter. Stacy's legs, my upper body, the whole thing. <laughs> so, so I was walking down these steps, and there was a kind of a tumbling involved because I stepped on a little bit of the sweatpant, and I'm like up, up, duh, out, and I just took a little bit of a fumbleuski Jones down the steps. Thank God, what I was holding was a break. I just take this bump. You didn't keep falling though, right? Uh, no, I fell and then did a little bit of a roll. Ooh. Yeah, and then uh, somebody was in my house doing some work. Like, oh, God, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just got up. Like, oh. He's like, you sure? Like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I should do this for a living. I mean, it's okay. I could. I'll just fall myself down steps. It's no problem. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm serious. <laughs> throw yourself down. No, I, I, I could do this, dude. I could, I, you know, we're on the 44th floor right now. I could fool myself down 44 floors. And- <laughs> Just, just, just tumble Jones. Just, just, and just get up. No sell, too. That's what I do. I don't sell. Don't hurt me. Yeah, I got you working, brother. Oh, yeah. 
Adding a whole 45 <laughs> seconds of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would oh. you see how much work I give Robbie on my last day? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Mama, I'm like, stop. I got a lot of editing to do. Please stop cursing. I'm just going to mute you. I'm just going to mute your mic, Captain. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Excuse me. What are you... <laughs> I'm okay. So uh, don't worry, Cap. I'm fine. Don't don't, <laughs> don't don't ask me. I'm good. You don't have to ask. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I watched the uh, NXT last night. And um, by the way, I don't know what's going on. I just noticed with the phone. Now, uh, you know, as I said, Robert the Viking is answering the phones. I keep seeing people calling, and I think he's like fighting with them and hanging up on them. Then they're gone. Are the Islander fans? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on, but like people are calling and then the light's gone. Like all these lights and then it's just they're not on the phone no more. Now, I, 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 I think Robbie probably doesn't know what the F he's doing in that room. Are you talking about ketchup? Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> all right, back to NXT. Please, I got work to do. Okay, I don't have time to, to, to get you guys over more. Okay? And then you guys quit and go to all the shows. When do you start on Jericho's show, Cap? <laughs> uh, what's the from Monday after the 11th? No, when, kidding, when? I'm yeah, kidding. when do you start? Where are you, where are you going? <laughs> Rick Flash show, my boy Rick. Where are you going? The Nature Boy, where are you going? Woo! Where are you going? Where are you going? Tell is, me is, There's no show involved. <laughs> Come on. As of right now. Where are you going? You're going to Steve Austin's show? You're going to be producing Steve Austin's show? What are you doing? Man? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you, you and Mike Tanay starting up a show now? Is that the new thing? Like you kayfabe me? Like, what's going on? Really? I know something's up. Day, night, cold, hot. I could feel it. You can feel it? I could feel it. So, last night, I'm watching the uh, NXT, right? So, okay. Uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, Ciampa, Ciampa, I should say. You guys know I'm a fan of both these guys. I love these guys. Ho-Ho Lan, we've seen this kind of cruiserweight thing. He comes out. Him, and I got to help with the guy's name, Mr. Bing, right? Tian, Tian, Tian Bing, I Tian think. Bing, okay? Bigger kid, you know. They're making, like, the announcers, and I feel for them, they, they were probably told to do this. They're selling Tian Bing like he is, you know, built like Batista. You know what I mean? Like, he's the rock. He's a, look at the side. This guy's big. He's huge. He's six three. Look, the guy's got a decent physique. And anyone next to Ho-Ho Lun is going to look big. Let's be honest. He's not, I mean, they, they, I think they oversold this guy's physique and how big he is. He's a specimen. He's a, and, and, and he's an okay, okay worker. Bunch of kicks. Tons of crescent kicks, side kicks, thrust kick Jones. Tons of it. Maybe a little too much. I thought he was okay, the guy Bing. I, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. I, I really wasn't there. So hopefully, though, um, you know, he learned a little something in there with Champa and Gargano. Gargano pinned Ho-Ho Lun, Lin Lun. And uh, DIY will face uh, the revival in the next round of the Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic. Everything's falling down. Let me look at this thing here. So this is what we got going on, just so you guys understand. Let me update you a little bit on the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. So TM61, uh, they're going to face uh, Aries and Strong. Okay, Roger Strong. Now, TM61, Cap, you saw NXT? Yes. Did you see the uh, the backstage interview with TM61? Yeah, it was a little kind of funny at some point. I, I didn't like it. You th- I thought it was a little awkward too. I don't. They don't talk well. I don't care about their accent. I don't mind. They, they, I don't think they're good talkers yet. I think they will be. It's just me critiquing. I just wasn't a fan, and the humor. I mean, I really didn't get the. I didn't get the it. The trust fall thing that 
like I didn't I didn't get it wasn't funny yeah it's like like I mean I'm sure people watch my show well dude you're not funny well then you don't have to watch <laughs> well I didn't mean like haha funny I meant like a little awkward funny <laughs> all I know is that it wasn't funny and if I say it's not funny it wasn't funny I know funny and that wasn't funny I'm just telling you that right now I know what I'm talking about that was not funny I'm done with the tablets. So the thing is, TM61, negative face, Aries, and uh, Strong, okay? In next round, Jones. Then we have uh, TJ Perkins and Abushi, which when, when, when Abushi comes out to work, it's like, wh- why, why is this man crushed by all these WWE announcers with this guy? He's really good. He is. But it's like over-the-top Jones. Stop. Stop it. Be a man. Be a man. Perkins Abushi against Sanity. Intrigued on this because Sanity's in that push stage, that build stage, I should say. You know, EY's group, Eric Young. And I like the Sanity gimmick. I love their music. I'm close. You got it. Dude, I think you got it. You nailed it. I don't know about nailing it, but I'm close. So, it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that double kick drum in there. Yeah, look at you, bro. You, you, you're like uh, you like the human beatbox. Remember back in the day, kids are. There's know. still people that do that a lot. There is. Yeah. There is. So anyway, that just brought me down. <laughs> human beatbox. Yeah, brought I don't you know down. why. It just brought me down. So <laughs> so anyway, authors of pain, they are gonna face No Way Jose and Rich Swan. Now I saw authors of pain. They did their uh, they did a backstage thing with Paul Ellering. I, I didn't like that either. I gotta be honest. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I missed last week. I mean NXT. Captain, I know you're a big NXT fan. I I, I don't. What are they speaking? What is the language? I'm not 100 percent sure. I could probably look it up. But they. This is the first time I've seen them speak. Yeah, but it's it's like screen. they're speaking like it's like. I I don't know. Is it a real language? I think so. Yeah. I apologize to anyone who is that language. I don't know how you are a language, but you get my drift. That's that nationality. I don't know what they're speaking. Look, we're trying to find out. Hold on, folks. We're looking into this. I need a sip of water. Give me a second. It's a short break. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Ah. I think they're Albanian. Oh! I think my man... Uh... Oh, really? They're Albanian. I That's think what they're speaking? So. Is that similar to Greek, the language? The language, not really. Can you speak Albanian? No. I wouldn't mind learning it. <clears throat> but I can't speak it. That's kind of like what Vikings speak. <laughs> I think so. That's a, that's a little... The same but different. Robbie knows everything. Well, at least he acts like he does. <laughs> I mean, maybe he knows how to speak Albanian. No? Not part of that. Oh, wait. He does. Let's get him in here and t- <laughs> he tell us his story. <laughs> Did he say he does? No. Oh, Taz, bro, I, I wouldn't be shocked. He's like, yes, Taz, I can speak it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, all this pain of speaking Albanian. Dude, you are the best GTS guy going, but you are like lightning. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Whoever takes that role, if it's or Timber, good luck on the GTS. Good luck. Captain, you're setting the bar at a whole new level, buddy. You are the best. <laughs> you Thank really you. are. Thank you. You really are the best. You're going to make Jim Ross so happy when you're doing his show with him. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. 
Those guys all have podcasts anyway. They're shows. I call them shows. Anyway. Uh, so authors of pain were speaking Albanian, as I told you guys. All that stuff I just said. I think it was. I, I don't oh. know 100%. I don't know. <laughs> Qualifier Jones. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, against No Way Jose and uh, Swan. I, I did not like the bat. Not because they were speaking a different language. I almost didn't even like, and I'm, I'm a fan of Paul Ellering. I've been a fan of Paul Ellering from back in the day since the Road Warriors. But they, they, it's like trying to do like those that are real wrestling fans. And remember the great Road Warriors. You know, Hawk would cut this insane, awesome promo. Paul Ellering would be sitting there with a paper rolled up, banging on his hand. Animal would be standing right next to Hawk. Two big, jacked-up effing monsters with paint on their face. Badass. I'm talking about before the whole WWF stuff. I'm talking about old-school Road Warriors, AWA, bro. I'm talking about Mid-Atlantic. I'm talking about NWA. I'm talking about the Road Warriors, bro. Straight-up bad mother effers, dude. You know, BMF. Straight. The, the OGs. Coming out to Iron Man, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Bro, badass. Big Road Warrior mark. Big. Telling you. You can't, if you're Paul Ellering, how great Paul Ellering is, you can't, I don't think, do anything that you did with the Road Warriors. So Hawk would cut these promos. The late, great Hawk. And he was a great guy. He would cut these promos. Well, I got along with him anyway. I got along with the little bit I knew him in ECW early Eastern Championship Wrestling days. He cut these great promos, and he always had just great lines. His inflection was great. Just everything. His look, his face. Awesome. Go, go find it on YouTube or wherever you find your wrestling stuff. And then he'd look at Animal, and he'd slap Animal on chest, and he's like something like, tell him, tell him, brother, or tell him, Animal, or something like that. Or he'd slap more, or Animal would do it reverse. Slap Hawk on the chest. And as soon as Paul Ellering did that yesterday with one of the authors of Pain, he's like, tell him whatever he said, I thought of the Road Warriors. I don't want to think of the Road Warriors when I see the authors of Pain. Because the authors of Pain are at, you know, step one where the Road Warriors knocked it out of the park at the final step. I was about to be a wise ass. Like, you don't want to think of the Road Warriors when you see the Authors of Pain. You want to think of the Road Warriors when you see the Ascension. Well, that's <laughs> a good point, actually. And that is a wise ass comment. <laughs> this is the captain. The new captain. This is, this is called Captain on the Way Out the Door. Uh, it all comes out now. Honesty, honesty. But that's my only point, man. I just feel like I, I, don't, I don't want to think of the Road Warriors because how great they were. Let these kids stand on their own. I would not do anything, any elements to the Road Warriors. And I felt that on NXT last night when Paul Allen did that. Just my opinion. Well, Taz, you're wrong and you suck. Okay. I might be wrong. I might be suck, but it's my opinion. I'm allowed to have those also. I can have an opinion. Taz is trending. Oh, groovy, baby. Taz is trending again. Yeah. Yeah, mother effer! <laughs> Damn right! I like taking a Skyflow and smashing over the captain's head. <laughs> Skyflow Jones right don't, here. Don't spoil the end of today's show. Stop it. I, can, someone, I grabbed my phone and someone texted me. I'm like, eh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so anyway, no, I'm not going to spoil the end of the show. So back to what's going on here with the, um, 
uh, the tag team, the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Let me get back on track here because I got a lot of work to do. We got Facebook Live coming up. I got people calling the show. Now, finally, Robbie's answering the phone. Once I call him out on it, he's, he's not cursing people out. <laughs> the Revival uh, will face uh, Gargano and Champa also, as I said that earlier. But that, they'll, So these are the next four uh, rounds that are coming up. I guess they'd be the, not the, sem- the semifinals. No, they're the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Right? Thank you. Thank you. So it's pretty good. I, I, I don't remember who I predicted on this thing. I really see uh, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong going to the finals. And I see, I would go Gargana and Champa to the finals, but I think they're going to go Revival to the, to the finals. I, I don't think they should go Revival. I think, I, I don't, you, th- you made a face cap because you think a baby face heel. Yeah, sort of. And I mean, I don't know. I don't see the point in having Gargano and Champa lose again to the Revival. The Revival, no, the no, titles no. aren't on the line. It yeah. won't look bad on there. I know that, dude. But you're saying in the quarters. Yeah. Well, they're pushing the. They've been pushing the yeah. revival. For, I don't. I, you know, I, I hate to say it. I don't see a ton in the revival. I got to be honest. A lot. A lot of people like them because they look at them as throwbacks. But I've talked about them in the past. Like, I. I. I don't. You, you, if you're gonna look or try to come off like Tully and Arn, two of the greatest of ever. <laughs> good luck. That's tough. I mean, you're, you're doing that kind of feel. They, they put their own spin on it, and I respect what what they're doing. But it, it's a little bit. Some people look at them sometimes as Tully and on type thing, and I don't think you want that. I don't think, you know, I, I, you got to stand on your own. That's just my opinion on this thing. Hey, uh, Freddie in California, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Happy Thursday, man. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, not much. Uh, what are you eating, oh, lunch? What are you eating, breakfast? What are you, 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 what are you chewing food while you're on the, phone, the show here? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I just figured it was going to be a long wait. Oh, all right, that's professional. Okay, yeah. what's going on, buddy? How are you? Breakfast Jones. Pretty good, man. It's been a while since they called. All right, what's up? Uh, so, I just wanted to ask you, uh, do you think like, they should have just brought back the world championship instead of like just creating a new championship out of like, thin air? That thing is just like not working out. I, well, it's not. But check this out, Freddie. It's not the fault of the, of the championship. You know what I mean, bro? It's the fault yeah. of the push of it. Now, you're right. It's not working out because they're not. They, they've, they've taken. Um, like the universe, you're talking about the universal championship, right? On Raw? Yeah. Okay. They, 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 it isn't Kevin Owens, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they just haven't, you know, I've talked about it a lot, you know, putting him and marrying him next to Chris Jericho for so long and having him share spotlight and all that kind of jazz. It's just not, doesn't work when you have a new champ. And he, he was an audible call on the championship because the champ was supposed to be Finn Balor. And I think right. they made the right choice, choice in. Kevin Owens, no doubt about it. But now maybe they're letting him stand on his own a little bit. I just think they started, uh, they put themselves in quicksand. You know what I mean? Like right away with this thing. You know that that's yeah. my point. You know, so I don't think it's the actual belt or the title, the name of the title. I think it's the way the company handled it, and they still handle it creatively. It kind of sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what I really think, Freddie. And thank you for calling, buddy. And enjoy your breakfast. Uh, so yeah, that that. But I, I see Freddie's point. Thanks again, Fred, for calling. So uh, back to the NXT. So there, there's the, uh, the, the the gimmick, uh, the beginning, uh, what I felt with the tag team match. And just going over the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, talking about that a little bit. Um, then we saw a match with uh, uh, Billy Kay uh, against Aaliyah. Okay, now Aaliyah, she was on Tough Enough, right, I believe. And she's a girl who's really getting better. I think she's, she brings a lot of energy. I think she's got a good future. I do. Uh, Billy Kay uh, came out with Peyton Royce. Billy Kay just is an excellent heel, as is Peyton. Um, 
it seems like they're going to, it seems like NXT or Triple H or whoever the writers are, they want Billy Kay and Royce to be the heaters, to be the heels of the female division. And they've said that, I think, last week or the week before. Like, they're going to be kicking ass and taking names. And they're, they're handling Billy Kay and Peyton Royce the right way with this. Now, Aaliyah, shockingly enough, won the match, which I thought this was excellent booking. And I'm going to tell you why. Liv Morgan came out to get her receipt and uh, on Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce tried to. Now, I don't think the announcer did a good job selling us. Did you see this segment? Yes. Okay. So I'll smarten you up here, kind of what happened. A lot of people didn't realize because the announcers didn't help you. I don't think they did anyway. Peyton Royce, the camera was late to get to, to the show. Yeah, I was going to say that I noticed. it was Which is inexcusable. This is a taped show. That's inexcusable. You do that on Raw or SmackDown, you are in trouble for Mr. Dunn. <laughs> and rightfully so. You can't miss shots. And this is post-produced. Could that have fallen on the cameraman that was in that position, though? Cameras are shooting all the time on certain things. They have a bunch of cameras there. It's, 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 I believe I'm not there, but it probably is the director. That's who's calling the shots on the cameras. That's how TV works. The director calls the shots. The executive producer runs the truck. or Everything oversees the truck. Director does just that, directs the cameras in their gimmick headset, and there's cameras everywhere. Camera six, there's this, and he has a switcher. Brian can tell you better than me. He's done it. So he know. just came, he just told me I can confirm that what oh, you were just saying. Oh, so thanks, Brian. Give <laughs> you, Brian. I can confirm that. Big Shot Jones, Steven Spielberg, City. Everybody's just getting on your nerves now, huh? <laughs> it's like you got, listen, Brian knows. If I say something, it's the gospel. Don't need nobody to galvanize my point. But I'm glad he did that. <laughs> he put you over. I know. He did. I, I'm just trying to be a douche. Can't help myself. So, look, they missed a shot, and there's a storytelling moment there. Story. This is nub-worthy. Nub-worthy, all right. You familiar, that's all clips that you could watch at Tashio.com after the show. That post usually two hours after the show. They used to just be called clips. They're called nubs now, N-U-B. Nub one, nub two, nub three. So Peyton Royce was trying to get away like a heel should. She was trying to run into the ring to get away from a very pissed off Liv Morgan who came from backstage to attack her. I like that they didn't show Liv coming down the ramp. But you have to let me see so the announcers could ID, identify Liv, and so I could see Peyton really panicking and trying to get away and get in the ring. I'm going to put a little qualifier on it. Maybe the, one of the announcers said, Peyton Royce is trying to get away She's, so we could paint her as a scared heel. I don't think, did you hear it? I don't think so. I don't. Think I noticed so something, I think, at the beginning of this match. So I think Phillips kind of took a shot at Graves. Yeah, Phillips was also using like inside terms. Oh, that was stiff. Come on, Phillips. You know, on Raw, you're sitting there like you got a stick up your ass, okay, because you're no, so nervous that Vince is going to get mad at the way you're doing your job. And, and, but the, on NXT, you're, you're Lucy Goosey Jones. I think it was at the... Uh, let's find who he is. The beginning of this match, I'm not inside sure... Inside terms. I'm not sure if it was a shot. He should maybe, not be saying inside terms. Or maybe it was a post-production mistake. What, but I think, what are you talking, talking about? about the beginning of this match, but the shot that I just what mentioned. Match? This match that we're talking about, the Aaliyah match. Thank you, sir. When Aaliyah was coming into the ring... Uh, Phillips said something, and then there was about six seconds of silence, and then you hear Phillips go, great drop in Graves. Oh, wow. 
I'm not, I'm not sure if that was a shot or if it was a post mistake. I, dude, I don't know. I didn't hear that because I'm starting to tune these cats out a little bit, but good catch. I'm telling you right now, the issue is you got to paint that girl, Royce, paint Royce as a heel that she's trying to get away. I know the match was Aaliyah versus Billy Kay. Peyton Royce is second, valet, whatever, manager, friend, whatever she is to, to Billy Kay on the outside. You have to sell that. You have to sell that. You have to sell that. That girl's trying to get away because she's scared. She's scared of Liv Morgan. Then they did what they had to do. with They got heat or whatever uh, and all that stuff. But Aaliyah, in all of this confusion, ends up getting the victory on Billy Kay. It was very good booking. It, built, uh, uh, it does not hurt Billy Kay one iota. She still has her heat. It doesn't hurt her one bit. It helps her by getting rolled up and pinned by Aaliyah. And Aaliyah gives her some credibility. She gets a little push. She needed the victory. Great job on the booking, Triple H, whoever at NXT, on this Aaliyah, Billy Kay, Liv Morgan, Peyton Royce, stuff on the outside. Just get your announcers to put some heat on the heels and paint them as a coward like Peyton Royce was acting. That's my only point. Okay, we got to go to break. Other side of break, we'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And I will talk a little bit more about some more stuff that was on the uh, NXT last night. Taz Show, we'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Back here, Fourth Quarter City. You might be on uh, Facebook Live right about now. So uh, we're talking a little bit about NXT. We're doing that. Talking, uh, talked to uh, Lucha Underground. I hit, hit you up on that earlier. I got into the front end of NXT. I gave you some good imp- input or opinion, I should say, on uh, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and a little prediction Jones on that. Also touched on Aaliyah versus Billy Kay with Peyton Royce and Liv Morgan came out where they went wrong on that. I love the finish, like I said. I thought that, like I said before, I think that the finish was great. And the way they did it doesn't hurt Billy Kane. It helps Aaliyah. But the, the running gimmick and the announcing, I think you need more of painting. Paint Royce as a coward that she's running. It just puts heat on her. And it helps Liv Morgan get over as a badass, tough girl from Jersey. You know, So the, that, that's what happens. When you miss the boat on little things like that, announcing nuances, that really can affect how talent gets over or lack thereof. It really, really can. So uh, this next match, I didn't catch a lot of it with Ty Dillinger. 10-10-10. And I'm a big fan of Ty. And I think he and Bobby Roode will tear it up at NXT TakeOver in Toronto. Uh, against Noah uh, Portis. How do you say this gentleman's name here? Portis? Podges. Podges. What, why? 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 Oh, God. Cap, you know where I'm going. The names. Why? Why all you young wrestlers... You need names that flow. Simple names. That's called marketing. Simple, simple names. Really, I, and you know what? I, I, you, you got, it's very important. Not everyone has to be Taz. That's pretty simple. Or Sting. That's easy. But, you know, you got to have names. Like, On Anderson is a pretty... Cool name and easy to say and remember. CM Punk. Got it. 
perfect name. John Cena, that's his real name, but he has a name that's easy to say, spell, and pronounce. All these people with these names, with these silent J's and E's and, and dialect, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know, and no, most of us don't. Do you lose it when you see an accent, Mark? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Mr. X, I, really? <laughs> you gotta keep it simple. Like my real name, Mike Daruki. I could never wrestle under that name, so I came up with Taz. Noah Portis, what's his name? Podges. How do you know that's how to say it? Because that's how I heard it pronounced yesterday. I oh. don't know if it was the correct way. You know what? Watch your attitude, okay? <laughs> Tough guy. It's because you're quitting the show. All of a sudden, you're a badass now. So you saw this match. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see the beginning, front end. I saw you know, Dillinger won a match with the tiebreaker. Tie Ty Dillinger tiebreaker. And then uh, Bobby Roode uh, got some heat and attacked afterwards. Listen. I've talked about this angle with these two cats before. I think it's awesome. It helps both wrestlers, Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger in a real legitimate program with a real legitimate former world heavyweight champion. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, he needs that, and it's awesome. And Bobby Roode in his first program in NXT with a kid who's good, who's on the, on the, the come up, it helps both. I don't think Ty Dillinger wins in Toronto at, at NXT TakeOver, but it doesn't matter. Bobby needs the win, and Ty will not get hurt by the loss. See, that's, that's, that's the proper booking. And that's what I just said back to the, the match I talked about previously, Aaliyah and Billy Kay. Billy Kay did not get hurt by the loss, and Aaliyah benefited by the win. That's good booking. And that's where Triple H has his finger on the pulse of booking much better than Vince McMahon. It's just a fact. And that's no disrespect to Vince. It's going to be nub two. Uh, no disrespect, even though it sounds it, but sometimes you got to move on. And, and Vince has been doing this a lot of years, and I think sometimes he's a little out of touch. And just watching some of the finishes, the finishes. Oh, what about the agents, Taz? What about the producers at Raw? It's their fault. What about uh, SmackDown? It's the agents' fault. No, it's not the agents' fault. It's not the writers' fault either. Listen, guys, trust me. <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon runs everything there. And that's why they've had success, because he's an extremely intelligent, genius marketing machine. But he's getting older. And I think he's kind of stuck in his own ways with some of the booking. And I think, you know, you could see the difference from what Triple H is doing with NXT in the booking. Look at the booking in just in, in, in Lucha Underground, which has a much smaller staff than WWE. It's better. The booking, the finishes, this and that. It's better. You can't blame Raw and SmackDown agents. They listen to Vince. It's Vince's world. He's a micromanager. I'm a micromanager to a lesser extent on this show. You? God, I knew that was coming. You had to do it, right? You had to do it. Day, night, cold, hot. I'm a micromanager, so I understand when I see a fellow micromanager. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? I know what's going on. I do. But he's got to, Vince has got to move away. Let Hunter book it. 
Let him do the let, let the eight. Let you're telling me Arn Anderson can't come up and finishes without Vince helping him? Are you kidding me? Well, saying yes on no on, but that, but Vince, it's Vince's show. I respect that. I understand it. You can't blame the agents. Look at the difference in the booking from NXT to finishes, uh, just on an NXT show compared to a big Raw show or a big Raw pay per view or SmackDown pay per view. It's different. It's better what Triple H is doing. I'm telling you. Look, I'm sure Triple H has a lot of input on Raw and SmackDown, but the buck stops at Vince. That's it. And if Vince McMahon was sitting right here right now, besides taking a swing at me, <laughs> I wouldn't sue him either. I'd fight him back. <laughs> oh, I'd knuckle up with him. Nah, I like Vince. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. No, besides, if Vince was sitting right here, he would say that he would agree with me. He wouldn't agree about the booking. He would say that I'm, I'm an idiot, I'm an asshole, and I'm wrong. That's what he would say. And he might be right. I could be wrong. But I know people are pissed that somebody's finishes or lack thereof the way it's done on Raw and SmackDown. So I just can't take it anymore. So I do think it's a situation where Vince, if he was sitting there, would say, you know, that he agrees with me, that it's it, the buck stops at him. He'll be the first to tell you that. It falls on him. He is all about accountability, Vince. He is. He is. I've witnessed it. So, went off on a little tangent there. Sorry. Then we saw Asuka. She came out and wrestled Tia Trinidad. Now, I remember uh, when she uh, she was on uh, with, at, with uh, TNA when I was there. A very good worker. I, I wasn't crazy that the announcers almost acted like they had no idea of her history. And you can't blame the announcers. They're getting directed that way for some reason. But I'm a fan of Trinidad's work. Uh, very nice girl. Uh, very good worker. Very respectful. She knows her stuff. I think she was grossly underutilized yesterday. I know that Oscar's the champion. This was a non-title match. Oscar kind of ate her up, beat her, beat her up, whatever, and beat her with a Fujiwara on bar. Uh, and then William Regal came out and announced that Oscar will face Mickey James. We saw Mickey James on the Tron. She got a great reaction, a great pop. Mickey is a great, great talent a major superstar and a true pro and a she's a tremendous worker i love it i love the booking that oscar and mickey james will have at it i think this is a legitimate challenge for oscar i think you got to put over oscar in at the end of the day with this because oscar's the girl you're going with even though me if they put over uh, mickey and put her, make her a new woman's champ there i have no problem with it from a communication promo skills mickey james is phenomenal she's also credible as hell She's been there, done that everywhere at every level. Mickey is legit. So maybe they put it on Mickey. I have no problem with it. I look, I think I like Asuka. I do. I like Asuka, and I think she's 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 works that Japanese strong style. She works very stiff. You know, I don't know the girl. I, I know there's definitely a language barrier. Obviously, she's from she's Japanese. So her promos are just not, you know, you know, you guys know how I am. I say the same thing about Nakamura. You gotta be able to talk me into the building if you're gonna be a top talent, top, top world champion. All right, they're not doing that with Asuka. They're building her as the killer. But it's getting to the point where I see her a lot on this show. It's a little too much. She's not special to me anymore, Asuka. Maybe it's time that this legitimate chat, maybe they do a program. Maybe the first time out, Asuka wins. You know, then they do a non-title match, maybe four or five weeks down the road, whatever the hell it is. Mickey wins or something in a tag match. I don't know, something crazy booking thing. And then eventually put it on Mickey. Maybe. I don't know if Nick, Mickey's on the long-term. I don't know what Mickey's contractual status is with them, if any. I have no idea. 
But who knows? Back to Trinidad. I do think that she was underutilized. I don't. I understand that Oscar's the champ. I, I think that you should have let her, Trinidad, show some more offense or put her against a different girl. I, I just don't. I don't think it's going to kill Trinidad if they keep booking her. But she was underutilized, and, and I'm a fan of her work. So I don't think they should have went that route. Uh, off the pain, Paul Ellering backstage. I talked about this already. So those uh, listening or watching on Facebook Live, uh, you'll have to go check out the Audio on demand version of the show or the VOD later on. But uh, I just, my overview of it, basically, I said, you know, Paul Ellering, as great as he is, and he is great. I don't want to think of the Road Warriors when you do a promo or slap him on the chest, say, tell him, big guy, or whatever. That kind of reminds me of Hawk when he used to do that, you know. So it's like, I don't want to remember that stuff because, because you got to let, it's bad enough that people are going to have these guys thinking, have people, fans going to be thinking of the Road Warriors because of Paul Ellering because they're two big guys, but. I mean, and Officer Payne are okay. They're good. They're intimidated looking all that. They're not the Road Warriors. And they should not try to be the Road Warriors. Just like that's what killed the Ascension. I don't know how, but years ago it didn't kill Demolition but it, it, you know, because both those guys were legitimate, awesome workers. And it was a different era. If the internet was around back then and all that stuff, uh, when Demolitions were doing their thing in WWF and in the NWA, uh, you know, the Road Warriors were doing their thing. And then the powers of pain came in. If those old school fans know what I'm talking about, you know, if the internet was around back then, all that stuff and all the social media crap. I remember the powers of pain. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Freaking genius, dude. <laughs> I've been under the learning tree how long now? No one cares. So, <laughs> yeah, and then you're taking a tree to someone else's show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going to any show. Oh, yeah. Where you going to Boomerang Cotton? <laughs> you Al Dukes, Jerry Recco, you guys are just going to do a show together. That's what's going on. Going to Boomerang Cotton. I can You've feel been talking it. to Video Brian, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Timber! So, anyway, um, then we saw the uh, the last match, which, I, again, I caught a, a chunk of it, the, the main event, the tag team. The Dust Rose Tag Team Classic. We saw Abushi and TJ Perkins against uh, Lindsay Dorado and Mustafa Ali. That's his name? Mustafa Ali, yep. Mustafa, yeah. I didn't catch all of it. I, I know I heard the announcer, Neba, 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 Neba Jones. I think at some point in the evening I heard Tom Phillips go, no, 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 no. He did. I, yeah. He did. And it was I could have sworn it was something on the stage. I don't remember what the hell it was. I think was. it was when, uh, when, was it Rude came out to attack? Uh, I think you're right. It yeah, was. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. That's Michael Cole producing 101 right there. <laughs> Yeah, the no 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 stop please stop it so we got the Facebook live jobbers are on here I'm looking at some of the stuff here I got uh Reddit as soon as I get on I see uh Inoska going no 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 he's doing it on the Facebook live we got a lot of thumbs up Jones we got Rob Alisea saying Nebar Jones we were trending earlier are we still trending I I think we you said we lost it and uh, maybe we're, we're going to check this out. Hang on. We're looking at this. Hold on a minute. Checking. We're checking. Hang on. Give us a second, folks. Please. That's not a good sound. That's a no, right? Hey, I was on top for a little while today. I was on top of the world. Worldwide trend. Couldn't sustain. Zero staying power. Jesus Christmas. Zero staying power, Jones. <laughs> Damn it. Well, anyway, well, at least I got the people on the Facebook Live before I wrap the show up. I'm 
going to interact with a few of them because you got to talk to Taz on Facebook. Oh, he's on Facebook Live. Do you people even watch the show or listen to the show unless it's Facebook Live? Because I told you, soon it's going away. And you're going to have to go to TazShow.com to do this. I'm just letting you know. So all the fun you're having, I'm taking it away from you. Taking the whole damn thing, whole thing. That's what I mean to say. I'm taking it all away. All of it. Oh, my God. It's happening. And you're going to go to TazShow.com soon to interact with each other like you're doing. And interact with me. All of you. So, anyway. Um, I do appreciate everybody on Facebook Live checking out the show, though. I <laughs> really, just, thank you. As I scream at them all. And, I, you know, I, I think I went too far with the Joey Styles. We was on uh, talking about. Joey Jojo! You know, the, uh, the joke I was making with the Facebook Live. And uh, you think you get a little hypersensitive to that? I don't know. Uh, he he might have, but you know me. I don't think much of anything is too far. I know. Well, you're crazy, man. You're <laughs> oh, wild. Yeah. yeah. You're Remember wild. the arguments yeah. we used to get into? I'd like, no, I want to leave those words in the audio on demand. Bryant Clasticchio said, uh, he said, I've been listening since HPM, that's Human Podcast Machine, and then he just put State Patrol, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows. State Patrol. Yep, 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 yep. And King Andy said, Joey is epic. Yeah, Joey had a great, a great, you know, we had a great time with Joe. I had him on the show here for a long time. He was on two segment Jones. And, you know, I get a lot of people saying, uh, yeah, you and Joey, you guys, he should be on every day. It's not that simple. <laughs> Joey, you know, I, I, we're going to pay Joey to come on the show every day? You think he's going to come on for free? You people need to realize this is business. None of us like each other in this world, in this business world. Everybody wants money. And nobody wants to pay it. That's how it is. What are you nuts? They don't want to pay anyone anywhere. <sighs> so, Stocky Balboa Jones. Wait a minute. Is this is this the Jeff Jones? Oh my man, Jeff Jones on a Facebook Live gimmick, bro. What are you doing, Judge? You guys remember Judge Jeff Jones? He's on Facebook Live coming at me with the stocky Balboa towards Joey Styles. That was uh, that's inside baseball terms. Jim Ross and I. Jim Ross came up with a nickname for Stocky Balboa for uh, Joey. That was pretty funny. The Judge Jeff Jones coming at me on the Facebook Live. Look at this bastard. He's my man. Um, I missed the name on? of the person. Someone was asking if you're going to be handing out candy for Halloween. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I have gates in front of my house. I have guards. I have gargoyles. I have dogs. No one can get near the compound. Nobody. You will get your ass bit. I have about 20 dogs. German Shepherds, Rottweilers, Pitbulls. And they will just rip up your Achilles tendon, bite you on your fat calves and your cankles. They've had anatomy lessons? They go right for the tendon? They go right for the... They know the tendon. Absolutely. They will attack you. That's impressive. Stay away from my house. All of you. Stay away. So that's the deal on that. Um, look here. It's Jack Marsh on the Facebook Live. Bring back Mike and JR. Jack. Jack. Did you not listen to what I just said, pal? Okay. It's not that simple. It's not just my call. I don't pay people. And it's, it's, like, it's tough to have people take from their time and their schedule... Not that these guys ask for money. That's not the point. But there are certain things in the show. It's not as simple as, put this guy on the show. Hey, Taz, put that guy on. Hey, get this guy. Put this guy on. No. It doesn't work like that. That's not how this works. Stop it. 
Stop. You people are nuts. Stop programming the show. But thanks for checking out the show on Facebook Live. I do appreciate it. They got all excited. They heard there's a producer position open. <laughs> I'm not getting any thumbs ups on hearts now. Everything's stopped. So, buy a hat. It's just, this is the problem. This is the problem. I get a little crazy. I get a little upset. I get my nuts twisted. And next thing you know, I start yelling. And then everybody just jumps off the Facebook Live. Red Face Jones. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So, it, it's just, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. I, you know, it's like, I, I, I try to do the best show I can and, and bring people different opinions, pe- pe- different voices on the show. We got the Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson on every week. Mike, I love Mike. All about the poom. Mike, poom plus one other match. Mike is great. I love Mike. He lives in New York. So when we do the show early every day, it's not like he's getting up at freaking four in the morning to, to do a guest spot on Taz show. He's on the same Time sharing, whatever the hell that's called, that we're on <laughs> time zone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get time share. Yes, <laughs> something a little different. So yeah, I mean it's not that simple. What's the face with the like this? Whoa, what is that face? Let what? me see. There's a lot of like, oh snap face. Oh, that's the wow face. <sighs> is that good or bad? I don't know. Depends on what they're wowing. Well, you know, look into it. No, <laughs> <laughs> Let me hack away. Give me a second. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, no. Nah, look, you know, I, I I don't mean to get upset with people. I, I really don't. I just I get passionate. I just, you know, I I, I appreciate how much people love the show, but it's sometimes people's schedules are conflicted, or maybe they don't want to come on the show. Maybe it's not a personal thing. Maybe they're in the middle of doing something else that they're trying to promote a different towards a different demo, or maybe they're maybe they're trying to work on something that they can't do my show. I mean, there's different reasons. You guys just think that we all just sit around, uh, former wrestlers, former announcers, current wrestlers, current announcers, current pe- you know, wrestling personalities, and just like, oh, I'm going to go do that guy's show now. Here, hi. Oh, hey, do you want, hey, I'll just invite everyone to come and be a guest. It doesn't, that's not what happens here. I think the last two minutes should be the start of every show going forward. <laughs> Day, night, oh, uh, just It's too much. Really, it's just I, I, you know, I. But look, the 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 bulk of the fans that are into the Taz show, they don't act like that. They don't because they they have cooth. They have couth. They have you know, you, you're gonna come off the right way. You're not gonna come off as entitled and needy. I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan. It's like when people call. Oh, the, the three questions thing. Oh, hi Taz. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome, hey, hey, uh, Bob from Newark. You're on the Taz show. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, hi. I just have three questions, Taz. Okay, you know what? If you do that to me, the three questions things, it's going to be just instantaneously gone. What do you mean no? Done. Thanks for coming. Stop. Stop it. Done. The three questions thing ended yesterday. That's a new rule. Oh, this rules now. It's, it's going back. Cap, it's good you leave it because it's getting bad, bro. It's <laughs> <Man>. getting bad. <laughs> Robbie, you're in for a ride. <laughs> bro, it's getting bad. It's getting bad again. I'm t- I've been too nice, Cap. I've been freaking too nice to people. Really? I've been too nice. I'm tired of being nice. I have been nice. I have been nice. I say it. I have. You've been nicer. (sighs) 
One more word and I'm hanging up on you. I'm telling you right now, I've been nice, Cap. Joey Styles kind of said it to me. I've been nice. Robbie just asked, dude, that's, this is nice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Murray says, lay down the law, Taz. I am. That's exactly it. So this is how you, we got to start every show like this now. You got to. I just, I'm just saying, like, I, you know, King Andy, that's a good name, on Twitter, he said, too nice. You're the nicest. Thank you, Andy. Lizette Austin, she's always a big time following a Facebook live show. We appreciate it. I know you do, Lizette. I know a lot of you guys do. David Teschendorf, Taz heel turn. Yes. I just don't want to be told who to put on my show and, you know, have a little class. Then you tag someone. Now, now, then I got to then I got to send a private text to the guy, bro. You want to come on the show? I was going to have you on down the road. It's just like it's it's like it's just it's not awkward. It's just stupid. This is hilarious. The show's running late, by the way. Fifth kid, <laughs> fifth quarter city. Chris Lefevre said the human kindness machine. That's funny, actually. Yep. Tim Lambert, he's obviously a big fan of the show, and he says, buy a hat. Buy a hat. Yeah, he gets it. <laughs> he gets it. It's just, you know, it, it's just the way, I, you know, I, you know, Matt Richmond, probably the smartest guy on Facebook Live. He just said Taz is awesome. Yes. That's a, that's a genius. Love that guy. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. So, you know, I mean, tomorrow we're going to have Kenny King on. Kenny's my man. I talk to a lot of people, but you guys know this is not a guest-driven show. It's not. It's not a guest spot weekly gimmick show. Yes, I used to have Jim Ross on doing the pigskin gimmick, the barbecue pigskin. Yes. Jim's busy. I'm busy. I'm doing other things. I love JR. He's my friend. I think he loves me. We're friends. He needs me for something. I'm there. I need Jim for something. I think he'd be there for me. Same with Mike today. Mike was doing the fantasy gimmick standards for an Burnham spot on the show. Uh, the Gambler Jones, and, 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 you know, it's early for Mike, and he's got other things going on. You people think that no one else has lives. I hate to say you people, because I'm encompassing. You know what? I want to say you people. I'm encompassing all of you in that. It's great to go to Fifth City, just Fifth City, <laughs> Fifth Quarter City, just to bitch people out. It's unbelievable. I think I smell a new segment at the end of every show. <laughs> bitch out, Bobby. Feel better? No. No. Eden Oscar said, I love you. You love me. We are happy. Taz show family. That's hilarious. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Kevin Mari said, yes, Taz. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> David Branfield said, no life, Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, it's like, you know, I, 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 I like to end shows positively. I like to end on a nice note, so I think we should probably wrap up now. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? I, I think this ended well. I mean, um... Very constructive and productive. Arthur Santos says, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> That's funny. You won't uh, wear the ribbon, will you? <laughs> the chairman man said, yes, the anger makes me happy. The chairman knows! Old school fan of the show. Chairman knows! He understands what's going on. He gets it! He gets it! He understands. At times, I get twisted. I'm going to kick your ass. It happens. I got people no show for work. 
They give me five minutes notice to take ten days off. Slamming bods and beyond. That is a load of bull dinky. <laughs> now you know what? New angry Taz, not bull dinky. It's a load of bull. That's right, bull. Yeah, Captain got you working after the show now, brother. No, I think Robbie's going to be busy. (laughs) I got to go. Did I mention I'm taking the next week off before my last week? (laughs) (laughs) Sterling Royal said Twisted Jones. On that note, I'm wrapping this bad boy up. I'm out of here. So this is real simple. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys jumping on the show. You know I'm partially kidding. Partially. (laughs) Partially. (laughs) Yeah. So so, um, thank you for getting the show trending, guys. I appreciate that. I don't know. We had something going on with the phone. So one person got through. There was some other things going on. Maybe it'll be fixed by tomorrow. I don't really know. I don't care. All I know is I talked to Ma- uh, Lucha Underground. I talked to some NXT. Uh, we heard a crazy story from uh, from uh, the Viking. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, uh, thanks for jumping on the show. No, your audio on demand did not skip. Uh, <laughs> smooth, smooth. <laughs> All right, look, the audio on demand version of the show will uh, drop in about an hour. Sometimes that's called a podcast. And the VOD and clips, as we call now nubs, they will be posted probably around 1 p.m. Eastern. For everybody here on the Taz Show, I am he. You're not. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay. I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay Since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and stuff.